Perhaps some of you might be a little bit like me in reading this passage. I'm glad I was not invited to that banquet. It was, would have been uncomfortable from the get-go. Simon not, not offering the normal expression of hospitality, not bathing the feet, not offering the kiss of peace, not offering the welcome. And then the abundant or extravagant or dramatic display of this woman coming up behind Jesus and kissing his feet, bathing them with her tears, and unloosening her hair, something that would not have been done in order to dry uh, them, anointing Jesus' uh, feet with this perfume. It would have been a very uncomfortable scene, and I can appreciate Simon's response. No doubt all the others were there as well, feeling uncomfortable, discomfort. And yet we see in Jesus uh, simply say to Simon, look what this woman has done, and look what you have not done. And he tells the story, uh, gives the parable, if you will, of the debtor, the debtor and the creditor. A story that, like Nathan speaking to David, might hopefully awaken in Simon an awareness of his own sin. I guess, brothers, the thing that strikes me is how often I can use the excuse of, I'm uncomfortable with this. I'm not comfortable doing this. I'm really uncomfortable with what's going on around me. I'm uncomfortable with, with what God is saying in and through the scripture. And so then, like Simon challenging Jesus, if he were a prophet, and I'm glad he's not one, by the way, he would see what kind of a woman this is. So Simon, in some way, dismissing uh, Jesus totally, if he were a prophet. And yet, what do we see? We see Jesus reading the heart of this woman. He knows exactly who she was and who she is. And she see, he sees in her one who has accepted in faith great forgiveness and therefore great love is shown. Accepting great forgiveness because she's known her own inhospitality to the Lord, to the God, you know. And so she is forgiven much and therefore she loves much. Simon doesn't recognize his inhospitality to Jesus. Simon doesn't recognize uh, what he has done and how he's acted. He only recognizes his discomfort and therefore has to admonish the Lord, has to dismiss the woman in order to in some way save his faith. Again, I think of my own discomfort. I'm asked to do something. Well, I'm really not comfortable doing that. I'm asked to perhaps address or say something 
or something, I should say, well, I'm really not comfortable doing that. Perhaps we need to sit in the midst of our discomfort. Perhaps when we hear the gospel and find ourselves not really comfortable with it, that is the moment of greatest revelation and of greatest invitation. And so easily, no, no, I'm uncomfortable. I'm just simply not going to attend to that. And so we hear the story of Jesus, and we hope that Simon perhaps went home that night and tossed and turned in bed all night long, eventually recognizing that discomfort is far more revelatory of God's presence in us than comfort is. We become comfortable in our career. We become comfortable in our daily pattern. But it's often in that discomfort when our life is stretched far more than we like or would imagine. It's in that discomfort in which conversion is called for. It's in that discomfort in which we see that Jesus we need more than ever before. And so with that woman who herself had to be very uncomfortable in the presence of that crowd at that banquet, hears Jesus say, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Here, oh